Now, your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, happy Friday. Wrapping up the the weird holiday mini break week. Two days on, day off. 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 Oh, I guess you get like four days. Two days on, two days off. A couple of times. 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line. If you want to get in here, free for all Friday. It is Friday. We kind of do free for alls all the time now. Uh, do we want to talk about what's happening overseas? I've been trying to read as much as I can to become like everyone else. Oh, now we need to be experts on all things Iran and the Middle East and who's a terrorist and why we needed to kill this guy and it's a good thing that he's dead now or it's not a good thing that he's dead now. What's your opinion? Uh, is it swayed by anything any, you, you've read, anything you've heard anyone say? Did you? I mean, immediately I'm like, okay, we killed the number two in Iran essentially, right? I was like, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Were we at war with Iran? We just killed their number two guy for, for what? That you know that was I what I first thought because I have no I no information. Just like this guy's dead, he was the number two in Iran, you know. And you kind of go about the rest of your night because that's what you're doing. Not in a in a place to like catch up on all the news. And then when the news comes out, you you know that's all anyone knows. We don't have any details of who this guy is. I don't think a whole lot of us are experts on this. And uh, you know maybe maybe playing catch up right playing catch up today. Oh, who is this guy? Do I need to be enraged by this or very happy that it that it was done? Uh, I'm still not. I'm still kind of. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't. It's it's uh. It doesn't war is not good. I, I, people are talking about World War Three now. Do we get into World War Three because of Iran? Do, are we even out of war yet? I mean, it seems like we've been at war since 2001 at least, right? Uh, read a lot of. Uh, we're in meme culture now, essentially the the bumper stickers of Facebook and Twitter. So you can read a lot of memes about uh, how long we've been at war. The 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 last one I read was, it, it, if you were born in what whatever year, you know, if you were born like me, if you were born in 1978, how many years have you been at war? How many years has has the the world, or maybe it was the country? I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab it and look at it quick, but. I mean that's where we're at. A lot of people on you know get their get their all their information from memes, and so <laughs> a lot of times the opinions are formed based on a sentence or two. We'll go to the phone six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to call in, you want to text in. Uh, you're on the air in Lacrosse Talk PM. Who's this? Hey Rick, this is Brent. Hey Brent, go ahead. Hey, wanted to talk a little bit about this deal with Iran and taking this guy out. You know, everybody says it's Trump's fault and you know, Trump shouldn't have done this and Trump didn't do that. Do they really think 
that the military, I'll call them uppers, didn't come to Trump and say this needs to happen. People way smarter than any of these others that are commenting on it, oh, he shouldn't have done it. It's not like Trump just decided this guy's got to go. The people he trusts who are, you know, high-ranking in the military with that intel are the ones who are the ones suggesting to him getting his permission to do this. Yeah, uh True. Uh, could Trump have his strategists as well going, you know, I, I'm sure that this guy's been on the radar a long time. Uh, I was just reading a, to- a story in the New York Times how he's he's kind of traveled around the world or around, you know, the Middle, Middle East or wherever he travels uh, with impunity. Uh, we've had high ranking U.S. officials essentially, you know, it sounds weird, but park next to him at the airport like they've his jet has been next to them i don't know if they've got off and waved to each other but i was just reading stories like that this guy has felt like he's untouchable at some point so uh to take him out now is is the question and and to take him out at all because this perpetuates war or perpetuates hate well correct but i mean it's it's not just one they make it sound like trump got on a plane and went and took this guy out that didn't happen there's way more uh, people involved than just Trump. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Brett. Uh, thanks for the call, man. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think Trump was driving the drone. Uh, we're going to get in, into uh, that a little bit with, with Grant from WKTY uh, in it just after the first news break. And I think that's where I'm going to head right now so we can get with Grant Uh Grant's a Gen Xer, so we're going to bring up the fact that he's 21 years old, and uh, you know we're kind of we're kind of going from what is the what is the phrase that escalated quickly, right? Like we kill a guy in Iran, and now uh, we're at World War Three and getting drafted. But uh, it's something I'm, it's something that's crossed his mind. Not that I don't know if he needs to think about that or be worried about it, but it's just one of the things. I'm 21. Do I am I going to get drafted? I'm not a he, and then we we kind of make fun of the the fact that 21 year olds and and fighting a war. But anyway, we'll do that in a minute. We'll, we're going to take a quick news break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We've got Grant. Organized. I'm behind. Uh, I'm behind schedule right now. We are joining Rick Solom. Of Lacrosse Talk PM, our sister station. Rick, what's going on, man? Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Happy New Year. How long before we can't say Happy New Year anymore to like people we haven't seen this year, quote unquote? Mm, that's, next, a, that's a good next week, probably Monday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's still good. I, I'm gonna say when next when the next work week starts next Monday. So Monday, if I see uh, like I haven't seen Dave this year yet, so okay. I can't even say it to him. Well, here's here's the thing: if you're not close enough with someone to have already wish them a happy new year's you probably don't need to wish them a happy new year is that a bad take is that a good take no that's no happy new year is a very easy way to say hi to someone in an upbeat like more than just high fashion true. especially to someone you don't know very well true well i guess that's how we started this conversation and it's going it's going great so Swimmingly. far yeah, yeah we only have so much time too i feel like we have 19 things to talk about yeah uh over on the sports station wkty grant bills joining me uh, we call this, we're going to get imaging someday yeah. through the wall because Grant is literally through the wall to my right. Uh, 
Grant, we, uh, you you guys, we t- we did a pre-show before this uh, yep. a little bit. Mike McCarthy to the Browns seems like a terrible idea to me. Really? Yeah. You don't like it? Yeah, I have Kareem Hunt so as yeah. my fantasy keeper. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, then it makes sense. Then it makes sense. I have, I'm doing a segment today, Rick, and I told you this beforehand. I'm actually doing a segment about how I think Mike McCarthy is actually going to pan out as a coach wherever he goes. And I didn't think that a year ago, but now that I've thought about it for a year and I'm seeing what's kind of happening in the NFL, I actually think Mike McCarthy is going to work wherever he goes. Okay. Am, I, am I crazy? Is that me being a Packer well, homer? It's basketball season right now, and McCarthy, did his son graduate high school? Right, he was a senior last year. I'm not. I I think so. I'm not. I'm not sure. Should I just stalk his family right well, now? Well, we look should up the, the ages. We, we he should stay out of the high school gyms because he's yes. going to get in trouble now. If you get in trouble, if you yell at a ref now, it's a it's going to be a, a jail time. Yeah, in Wisconsin, it's so. a misdemeanor. He's got to get out of the state because he gets fiery <laughs> with those high school refs. That's really what this is about. He's pursuing another coaching job just because he knows that at some point he, he can't afford to take a misdemeanor uh, in a high school gym. I think Mike McCarthy's going to work, Rick. Like, let me give you the short the, the short way of putting this. Last year, all the, the young coaches were hired, right? That's what it was about, the up-and-coming young offensive minds. And then this year, the NFL's all about, like, old school, like, running the football. Like, that's what the Niners and the Ravens do. And probably the best offensive coordinator job that's been done this year has been by Greg Roman, who is not young and up and coming. He coached with Kaepernick. He was around on this old Niner team. So I think the NFL is going to kind of shift because that's what happens. The NFL will like there'll be something that's going well and then everybody will figure it out and it'll shift to something. Well, that's that's all. That's my theory in almost all sports. Yeah. I don't know if it works so well in basketball because the points just are worth more from outside the three point line. Yeah. But uh, in in baseball, I've been saying for about seven years, we need to uh, fill the bullpens with relief pitchers, stop paying starting pitchers $20 million a year, use that $20 million to get guys that know how to hit the baseball, and then spend a million or two million on all these journeyman pitchers. Because every year you see some closer that's never been a closer before be the best closer in the game. I'm like, well, why don't we just have the entire staff, these guys, and then... Uh, batters never get used to uh, a pitcher because we shift them every you know three innings. Yeah, so well, they never see the same pitcher twice. And in football, we've gone to this place where the quarterback is the main guy throwing to wide receivers because it's harder to def- defend wide receivers now. You can't really touch them yeah. at all. Uh, well, now all the linemen are 250-pound dudes that can run and and you know very athletic linemen defensively as well. Like you're trying to get to the quarterback. You want you know, thinner dudes, faster dudes. Well, what if uh, a team loaded up with 330-pound linemen and got a, you know, Jerome Bettis 250-pound running back and just said, we're going to go straight up the gut every time with your, you know, we're just going to run you over. So that's, I I think that would be funny to see a team try to shift that way. Baltimore kind of is doing that, but they just have a quarterback that's, you know, uh, 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 out of this world. Yeah. Like, nobody knows what to do with this guy. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Two points. When, when you talk about Lamar Jackson, I, I don't think the Ravens are, are a great running team and they figured out like a new style of, of playing. They've definitely, they want to run the ball, but I think it's more so that Lamar Jackson is that unique and that special. Right. I, I think it's I don't think it's fair to Lamar Jackson to say that now all the teams are going to pivot to have a running quarterback and to run the football the way the Ravens do. Like Lamar Jackson is just that good. Like, yeah, I think, he's, I think it's disrespectful to think other teams could just simply do that because yeah. nobody has a Lamar Jackson. Well, that that would be like in the NBA, all the teams going, you know, what we need Giannis and we need yeah. Giannis and yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. So I think it's a little bit of a disservice to Lamar Jackson. I, I don't think. 
I don't know if teams are going to start loading up on like only Big Ten offensive linemen with 330-pounders and huge players. But, Rick, I mean, if you look at the playoff picture, like the Titans run the football really well. The Ravens run the football really well. The Patriots do because they can't really throw it that well. And then the Saints have Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. The Niners have made like running the football cool again. And the Vikings, they have two great receivers. But what everybody has been talking about is Dalvin Cook coming back. Yeah. So I think running the ball is, is becoming cool well, again. And you see the NFL kind of swing back and forth between the Packers, these trends. The Packers just made that shift this year. Yeah. Right? We gotta we can't have Aaron Rodgers be the savior because he's getting old. Hey, uh, you know, uh, and I'll let you guys continue that conversation on yeah, WKTY. Yeah. <laughs> now, everyone, I think a lot of people can relate to, uh, hey, Mike McCarthy was the coach here for, what, 15 years yeah. or more? Yep. So everyone can kind of relate. But, you know, I started the show over here on WIZM uh, talking about, it, we, we mentioned you a little bit. Like, are you as a 21-year-old a Gen Xer, right? That's what you are? I think so. I'm on the I'm on the very tail end of, like, I'm right at the end of millennials and right before. Because I was born in the late 90s, but I don't know if that really counts, you know? Um, you're not in class right now, right? Like, you, you at UWL, nope, like, you nope, guys are on, on break. We're on break until, geez, I don't even know. I try not to think about it. Late January. But, right you know, February. when I was in college, I remember coming out of the shower in the living room, looking at the TV and seeing the World Trade Centers go down. Like yeah. I, I, that's where I was. I can remember that. I don't think this is a World Trade Center type thing in your memory. You're, you're probably not remembering when uh, Iranian Iran Iran's number two got you know assassinated. Yeah. Uh, but but the talk. I don't know if you talk. Are you talking with friends, roommates? I, oh I, my God, World War Three. Because that's kind of like where we're escalating. This. I have been slightly, and I think social media. I I, talk, I brought it up kind of as a joke to start my show about how 20, 2020 in three days has already been pretty crazy. I've been like kind of commenting with my friends. We haven't been having like sit down like heart to heart chats. But I'm like, holy cow! What if like what if we were to actually get drafted? Like what if kids my age were to get drafted? What if that happen to our country because I think I, I don't know about you Rick but I had kind of dismissed that possibility that was ever going to happen again because a draft hasn't happened since Vietnam am I am I being correct <laughs> I, I know sports yeah. trivia better than I know history so yeah. that was the last draft right I would I would I'm guessing I guess I don't I don't actually know that being a I, I was a history minor in college but college ended in 2001 and I've since forgotten most of my history I, I will tell you that uh the Pentagon readied 4,000 paratroopers out of Fort Bragg in North Carolina and uh, some 750 more troops are already deployed, and I think 3,000 other troops are getting ready. I might be reading two different stories here, but maybe between three and 4,000 troops getting ready to head over to the Middle East, which we were going to get out of. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's a, a thing. But you you made a joke to me, like you said, what about you you as a 21 year old, your generation being a soldier? What did you say? I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everyone my age, but me and my friends, I I, I think of World War One and I think of World War Two and and Vietnam when when conscription and when drafts happened. And I think back in the you know 40s and, and 50s or or in World War One, I, I think. Young men like myself were proud and they were willing to go do just about anything for their country. If there was a draft today, Rick, I don't know if that would be the case. I don't know. You're going to send a bunch of kids my age who I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if if that system would work now like it used to work. And I know it's mandatory, so it's not really a yeah, man. Yeah, it's draft not really the, up to us to make it work. But the, the last draft, 1973. So uh, here's here's my thought is yep. uh, wars have changed. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this story in the New York Times does say the Pentagon readied 4,000 paratroopers. So those dudes are 
parachuting out of planes or jets or whatever you want to call it. Legit boots the, on the ground. Onto the ground, so boots on the ground. But my thought is uh, you guys are going to be the best soldiers because you're, you've been training to be a soldier your whole life. You've been playing uh, Call of Duty yep. and, and, and basically flying helicopters, military helicopters to take out... Uh, you're essentially been flying drones your whole life. You've oh, yeah. had video games your whole life. I went from Pong when I was very little, two pieces of two squares on a screen and a dot going back and forth. Uh, I've played Call of Duty and Battlefield. I've played some of those, but you've you've played Battlefield your whole life. You're you're ready for this, man. I, you know you, that's... you don't even need to wait for the draft. You should just <laughs> I should just enlist. Yeah, enlist. Should I just put myself on the front lines? I would be a terrible, well, no, very soft. Well, soldier. the front lines would be you know you get main controller. Grant. Okay. You have the I number get controller one. controller one. Is that it? You're controller <laughs> one. Uh, you're flying the drone. You're flying the, the head drone. I don't know how many drones head to these drone strikes, but. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. are, Rick, what are your listeners saying about this, this situation about like, and I know we're, we're like calling it World War Three. Like that's the trending thing on social media and on the news. I don't know if that's exactly what we're dealing with, but this could potentially be like a conflict. Like what are, what are your listeners saying? I'm interested. Yeah. They, uh, you know, I'm getting texts here as, as we're talking about this. So I, it's hard for me to read text and uh, talk at the same time yeah. and have thoughts. Uh, you know, here's one texter. Uh, as I understand, the U.S. has had multiple opportunities to take this guy out all the way back to the Bush administration. Determination was the cost of the unknown rep- re- repercussions outweighing the benefit. So, sure. you know, and that's kind of the, the problem I posed uh, when we started the show is, OK, this guy is the number two in Iran and he's, a, you know, at war with America in some in some form or fashion, and yeah. I think a lot of us as the general public were like, "What? Who is this guy? This yeah. is the you know like you made a joke. You made I don't know if you made a joke. We're in meme culture. I, I did talk about yeah. some memes. Like we're in meme culture. A lot of people get their info on memes, uh, two sentences and a picture, and that's all the information I need to have an opinion. Your opinion was some you saw a meme something about Saddam Hussein. Right? Yeah, we were joking that it's. I think people might use the same logic here. Like Saddam Hussein is a bad guy, and the world is better without him, no matter the repercussions or what might happen. And that might have been the mindset the first time around. And, and I saw a meme that was joking that now people are reliving that same thought process, not really remembering how it went the last time around. I, I just think it's fascinating. And I don't follow politics nearly as closely as you, obviously. But talk, we've talked about pulling troops out now for how long? And it and we're told, that, oh, the troops, you know, we're pulling troops out. We're going to pull troops out. We're going to end the war. And it just I don't. Is, is it ever going to happen? Just, or are we always going to have a presence over there? I don't know. Yeah, right. And, and Yeah, it was like, hey, are we did we elect? this guy to pull the troops out of the Middle East, uh, yeah. America first, and we're going to, you know, put tariffs on everyone and, and try to do everything from home to start and then go out from there. But uh, my friend Luke, uh, in in one of our threads that we're, we're talking about this stuff, he said, uh, we fight these wars there, over there, right? Yeah. There's a there's a whole series called Over There. It's about Iraq. It was kind of interesting uh, uh, many years ago that yeah. I, I watched. But we fight these wars over there to ensure they don't take place here. But by doing so, we guarantee there will always be a war to fight, right? We're perpetuating hate by, yeah. uh, you know, the death to America chance a couple of days ago. Those are only going to get stronger because we just killed uh, someone beloved in Iran, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I God, I hope this is as, as tense as it gets. It's, it, it's interesting. You're talking about leadership making big decisions and repercussions, and I'm about to talk about coaching hirings and firings that have repercussions, obviously much <laughs> less serious. So I guess it all kind of ties together in one way or another, doesn't it, Rick? Yes, and uh, 
and and then uh, we'll let you get, continue that conversation. I really wanted to talk about the Badgers uh, all-decade team, but maybe we'll do that next week because uh, whatever. We can do that. You didn't watch bowl games, did you? I didn't watch any football. Oh, Rick, you always play the heel when you come on this show. Do you understand <laughs> that? You you always take the unpopular opinion. I did wear an Oregon hat all day uh what was it? New Year's Day. So. Yeah, that's just see. Go that's Ducks. just Rick. That's just Rick. Classic Rick Solom right there. Go Ducks. All right, I got to hit news. Grant, <laughs> yeah, thanks for too. joining. Uh, yeah, Rick, have a good show. That's Grant Bills WKTY through the wall segment on Fridays. We like to do that. Mix in a little sports on WIZM and mix in a little politics. Uh, we're kind of heavy on the war talk there on WKTY, but that's okay. Uh, it's always kind of nice to get a twenty-one-year-old's opinion. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're going to hit Scott's comment in the news in just a second. We'll be back on Wisdom after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I remember the song I really like and who sings it. Although I had to Google the lyrics and then figured out it was Flagpole Sita. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Just got done talking to Grant on WKTY. Grant, the 21-year-old college student who's worried about being drafted. No, he's not really, but it's it was just something that his him and his roommates kind of pondered for a minute. Like, hey, what happens? Man, we would be awful soldiers. We've been playing video games our whole lives. Uh, Patrick texted in. And I read this a little bit before, but when it comes to taking out essentially the number two guy in Iran, is there an equivalent to that in the U.S.? And what? how would we feel about taking, like Iran taking out that person if he was just at the airport, so to speak, in some kind of, you know, drone strike? Uh, I'm not sure who that would be. Would it be? If he's the number two, would that be Mike Pence? Uh, or or somebody else in our government? Um, I don't Iran's government. They call them they, they call their you know quote unquote president the supreme leader, which automatically just takes me to Star Wars and Supreme Leader Snoke. Right, that was two couple Star Wars ago. Uh, so it's almost yeah, like they obviously they speak another language, so they don't say supreme leader but then it that's how it translates really like can we just translate it a little different so it doesn't sound just so weird uh because i'm sure that's not how they think of oh supreme leader um it would be weird if we called trump the supreme leader (laughs) supreme leader of america 608-785-7914 bob is waiting go ahead bob you're on the air yeah hey rick hi yeah, I'd like to talk about um, that Iran commander um, that we took out. Yeah, um, yeah, he was the second uh, biggest uh, person uh, in Iran, and uh, he um, was responsible for over 600 uh, of our service members getting killed in the Iraq War. He's been around for a long time, and. Uh, he was responsible for organizing that attack on our embassy in Iraq at Baghdad. And uh, we took him out because they were going to, he was organizing uh, strikes against our soldiers in the Middle East. And that's why we took him out. And 
and hopefully that will stop um, these strikes from happening against our soldiers. That's why we took him out. And like I said, he's he's responsible for he was responsible for like I said, killing and injuring a lot of our soldiers in the Iraq War. And uh, so it was. Well, we you know, were... he, he he was as bad as uh, Bin Laden. He, well, you... he killed thousands of other people across the Middle East. Well, you did. You, um, you, you you realize that he's responsible for killing soldiers in the Iraq War, which is the Iraq War. Like we're at war there. Are we at war with Iran? Um, we're not. We're trying. President Trump's doing all he can to prevent it, but. Um, I mean, does does something like this prevent war? I mean, well, what what happened was um, he should have been taken out maybe seven, eight years ago. But um, what started all this is um, he led an attack against uh, one of our bases in Iraq, which injured four of our soldiers and killed one of our our defense uh, contractors. So Mm -hmm. he killed a he killed a U.S. citizen. Yep. So President Trump's response was he had airstrikes in Iraq and Syria that killed like 25 of Hezbollah soldiers, which are a terrorist group. And then what what escalated, then he, they went after our um, embassy at, in Baghdad. And Trump had one of our Marines go in there. If he wouldn't have sent those Marines in there, they probably would have overtook that embassy and killed um, um, U.S. citizens. So he was responsible for that attack on our embassy. And then our intelligence, which we have, you know, really great intelligence, um, uh, it was our intelligence found out that this guy they took out, well, I can't, I can never pronounce his name. He was, um, he was the mastermind behind attacks that were going to happen very, very soon in Iraq and Syria. So that's why we took him out. Yep. And now, because we took him out, it doesn't look like they're going to have those attacks. Sure. All right, Bob, thanks for the call. I got a bunch of people waiting here. We're going to go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. Is it me? Yeah, Eric, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I support President Trump's move. I'm a veteran, and this guy is a complete, complete, complete killer, killing American citizens. I'm an American citizen. I love President Trump. He's doing a good job. And leave him the hell alone. Let him do his job and shut the hell up. Criticizing these, criticizing Trump for killing somebody wants to cut their head off. You kidding me? This is bizarre. Thanks. All right. Well, I guess we'll go back and we'll go to Pete. Pete, you have to follow that. Go ahead. You're on the air, man. I think the butter slipped off Eric's noodles. That's, <laughs> That's what right. I think. He's fired up. All uh, right. You know, this guy uh, that they uh, uh, killed over there, this general, uh, uh, well, you know, they can go ahead and get away probably with about anything they want to. As far as him killing millions of people, I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, is we've been in Iraq for 17 years for what? We haven't won anything. We got 4,000 people killed, 30,000 maimed and injured. Uh, and all to destabilize the Middle East for who? It sure wasn't for the United States. It was for Israel. What are we? What are we doing there? Did anybody ever ask themselves legitimately what are we doing there? Because nine chances out of ten, a bunch of terrorists 
from Iraq aren't going to jump in a boat, float across the ocean, and attack this country. We've got enough problems down on the Mexican border with people coming over to worry about uh, 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 ISIS and the Daesh, which is actually ISIS. Those guys were fighting ISIS. In fact, that general, I've got pictures of the guy fighting with U.S. soldiers against ISIS. So why they killed him, I don't know, but it doesn't matter because he's dead now. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like doing something like this. You know, we all be, we all have to become twenty four hour experts or experts in twenty four hours on who this guy is because I don't think a whole lot of people knew who this guy was per se. But yeah. uh, you know what it does is just perpetuate hate against. I mean, they were they were chanting "Death to America" just a couple of days ago outside the embassy. And uh, is this going to, killing their number two guy, is that going to make uh, those chants uh, stronger? Because it certainly isn't going to make them go, oh, sorry, America, if you're going to kill our leaders, then we'll back off and we'll, we'll love you again. So I don't know. Well, I think the terrorist group uh, ISIS or ISIL or whoever, I mean, it's a, it's a well-known fact that uh, that faction has been, uh, uh, they've been given uh, military and uh, hospitalization aid by the Israelis. Uh, Obama even came out and said that they were funding them. There's a there's a video of them saying we, we you know we we helped ISIL out. So uh, the United States uh, goes in and tries to take Assad out. Well, they can't. They couldn't get him out. And that was just for pure destabilization, so that Israel could claim the Golden Heights. You know, Israel, uh, this is the deal, in my opinion. Israel wants economic, industrial, and military control of the Middle East, but they can't do it without the United States. So uh, if Israel wants war, Americans are supposed to die for Israel. It just doesn't make any sense. Iraq, we've been there 17 years. They never even bombed the World Trade Center. That was that was Osama bin Laden. And, and uh, Afghanistan, too, were over there, too. Neither one of those countries had anything to do with that terrorist attack, but there we are. Yeah. Sure. All right, Pete, thanks for the call, man. Okay. I got uh, another call waiting. Uh, I believe this is Joe. Joe, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Hey, this is purely Sunni versus Shia again. We've gone over this a thousand times, and thousands and thousands of Americans have died over this. It goes back to religious war. We don't belong in it. We have nothing to do with it. We're a Christian nation. We should act like it, and we should stop getting involved with these factions, Sunni and Shia. And if it comes down to it, we may need to renegotiate our you know, interest with Israel. But right now, I just feel like we need to stay out of this Sunni-Shia battle. We need to get the heck out of the Middle East and let them fight it if they want to fight it. We don't belong there. We've got no skin in the game, and we should start acting like a nation that isn't warmongers. All right. Thanks for the call, Joe. 608-785-7914, If you got opinions on that, if you got opinions on Mike McCarthy being the coach of the Browns, you want to change it up. I know a lot of times I'll be talking about one thing, and then we'll, we'll somebody will call and, and just want to talk about Trump out of the blue. Uh, this would be a good time if you want to talk about Mike McCarthy right up my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I got a, I took a couple of notes uh, from different stories just on you know what this is this is going to escalate to, and and that's kind of the the deal, right? Like this is only going to escalate things, and uh, we had to take out. 
did we have to take out the number two general in Iran and then all become opinionated on this when, you know, the, the people that did it, that were responsible for it, they know a lot of things that we don't know, obviously. So we have to trust our, that our government is doing that. But on the flip side, we're in election year. We're going through an impeachment trial. News isn't good in, on that front. This is a, a is a weird way to distract. When I feel like the president hasn't the president always talked about getting out of Iraq or getting out of the Middle East, and and now we're this is definitely not the way to go, right? Uh, Eric for Sparta, one more time. Go ahead. Yeah, no, Mike McCarthy. This guy, uh, he shouldn't have been fired by the Green Bay Packers, but Aaron Rodgers didn't want him because he. Uh, he got rid of a uh, jury, and that pissed uh, Rogers off. So he's gone now. But McCarthy would do good with the Browns, and I I like uh, I like uh, Aaron. But I gotta tell you this: so he looked like hell the last time I saw him on TV. He couldn't do anything. Anyway, Mike McCarthy is gone because of Aaron Rodgers. He hated his guts. He got, George, got rid of Jordan Nelson, and I believe that is a true story. Thank you. All right, Eric. <laughs> Thanks a lot for uh, changing it up. Uh, Mike McCarthy's last two seasons in Green Bay: six and nine last year, and seven and nine the year before that. Uh, and now the Packers are thirteen and three. Is that is that an, is that enough said in in terms of uh, where we stand with Mike McCarthy? 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. Uh, we'll be back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back on Wisdom After This. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Free for all Friday. That's kind of what we're doing here because we brought Grant Bills in from WKTY and talk a little Mike McCarthy, Eric from Sparta's talking Mike McCarthy and Iran assassinations by the United States. I, I'm just avoiding saying that general's name, if you couldn't tell. Uh, the meme that that one of my friends had shared, because we're in meme culture on social media, that's how we get all our news. How much of your life in the U.S. has been at war? How much of your life the U.S. been at war? So it's already like it's the punctuation or the grammar in it is terrible. Uh, so how long has the U.S. been at war during your lifetime? And it starts in 1915 and goes all the way up to 2017 and just shows a percentage. I'm at 1978. 45% of my life, we've been at war. Uh, if you were born in 2001 and on, ever since 2001, 100% of your life, you've been at war. Uh, if you were born, let's see here. Let's just go at pretty much, you know, the 50s. 45%, pretty much all the 50s and 40s, 45%. Uh, the 80s is about 50% in the early, yeah, 80s about 50%. 90s, 60%, and it just kind of goes up from there. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. That's pretty uh, much all the 50s. Carl, you're on. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, uh, I couldn't believe you, uh, the racism against the Jewish people um, that I heard on your radio program, so I had to call in. Um, but we're, the United States stands up for freedom. We're, we're the biggest ones that stand up for that. And 
and the whole world would be a better place with freedom and without tyrants. Um, I don't think we're a tyrant at all. I, I think that was a strategic uh, uh, strike that we caught the guy not even on his own uh, sovereign land. He was traveling around doing bad stuff. Okay. Um, but but uh, in Saudi Arabia, you know, I'm not a friend of theirs, but they, they seem to work pretty good with people. Um, but Except for that journalist they killed stand, from the Washington we, Post. Well, we don't know, you know. Oh. And, and uh, okay. you got to judge them on their large deeds, you know. Uh, well, we, we apparently... Paul Pot and... and 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 uh, you know Stalin and and uh, uh, the, 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 under the names of communism and socialism, there's been a huge massacres. Uh, they lead them by that. Um, I got faith. Uh, you know, I guess if if the liberals want to, we could pallet up some of their money if they want to, and and maybe buy them off. Well, the idea that we. We're, we're doing this not because of one person. The The strike was, was called on this general. It was set in motion after an American contractor was killed Friday. So they killed one person, and then we retaliated. Well, uh, um, it wasn't one person. It was a soldier doing our bidding to, to try to free. The beautifulest thing that happened in Iraq was when everybody voted, and they had purple you know fingers, uh, the thumbs, uh, digits, uh, that was that showed the whole world, and they had actually more people that voted than that's in this country. We take our freedoms for granted, um, but you know, at least we gave them a voice for a short amount of time in history, and 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 that's a good thing. All right, thanks, Carl, for the call. Uh, we'll go back to the phones. Uh, who is this? You're on the air, Lacrosse Talk PM. Hey there, Nathan calling in this evening. Well, I've just done a comment. You know, we've been at war with North Korea ever since, uh, you know, they declared a truce back there. And then uh, Lyndon Johnson had the war on poverty. Nancy Reagan had the war on uh, drugs. Um, we've had a Cold War. You know, you just go down the list of the wars we've had, and you're accurate in saying, you know, I mean, between Vietnam, I mean, an actual fighting war, shooting wars. So... Just kind of thinking is that there's been plenty of plenty of opportunity for peace. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for the call, man. Uh, we uh, kind of run out of time, but yeah, the whole idea that this this is a good thing. We've, we, we've assassinated uh, the number two in Iran. I didn't know we were at war with Iran. Um, and now you, you could see it as a good thing because this guy isn't, it's not like this guy's an angel. But on the flip side, this is just going to cause retaliation, which is going to cause more retaliation, which is just going to what happened to, uh, you know, I thought we were working it out with Iran and now and now it seems that we're just digging another hole. All right, that's going to do it for today. If you guys are curious, we have NFL football on WKTY this weekend. So the Bucks game is actually going to be on Wisdom right here, 7 p.m. tomorrow, Bucks. At home against the San Antonio Spurs. Bucks, the best team in the NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo and company. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good weekend.